Are you ready to get the support you need for your author career and life? Join international indie bestseller Angela J. Ford and fantasy author Stephanie Wabwa as they talk all things writing, publishing, and the real life of an indie author. Welcome to the Indie Author Lifestyle Show. Living your best indie life starts here. Welcome to the Indie Author Lifestyle Show. This is episode set eight, actually. And I'm really excited because today we're going to talk about how to build an author platform that is engaging and awesome and brings all your readers together. So starting out today, Stephanie, how are you? How's writing going? How's NaNoWriMo? Super, super good. And just a little disclaimer here. I am actually a bit under the weather. So if y'all hear any kind of like funky sounds, if I sound stuffy, that's what's going on. But Nano is going good. We know that no matter what is going on, time stops for no one. And so <laughs> I've been trying to keep up <clears throat> with all of the writing things regardless. Um, so my goal, I did tell you guys last time, my goal was 100k for the month. Sadly, I don't think I'll be able to hit that. Granted, I am going to push myself to get as close to that as possible. I am still sitting pretty at about 36 or 37,000 words. I haven't checked my Scrivener recently. Um, We know that Nano is 50k in 30 days, and so I'll be able to hit the 50k. Uh, That's not a question, but there's been a couple setbacks and of course, you know, sickness and things like that. And so, um, like even yesterday I sat down and I was like, okay, I'm going to write 7,000 words. And my body was like, oh no, you're not. No, (laughs) ma'am. And so I was only able to write a thousand words, which I'm still proud about because at the end of the day, we understand as career authors that even just 500 words, 200, 800, that is better than zero. (laughs) And you can always edit a bad page. You cannot ever edit a blank page. And so I've just been diving in. Yes, all the jazz hands. I mean, hey, I hope y'all caught that. Okay, some tea for you. (laughs) So I have been just trucking along. Um, I am going to try. Tomorrow is Saturday. Um, We are recording this on a Friday, which is not our usual schedule, but that's perfectly fine. Um, So tomorrow I am going to try and see if I can push for another 10,000 words, Um, not only to get obviously close to the 50K goal, but to push just a little bit further. If I can't hit 100, I want to see if I can at least hit about 70,000. I will be okay if I hit about 70, 80,000 words. And so I'm still pressing towards that. That is my goal. Project Fire is moving along beautifully. I realize that I may be, so I'm still in the be- I'm not in the beginning now. I- I'm. I believe I have already passed Act One. I've already entered Act Two. What I think, I'm pretty sure, I wrote the beginning of my. So I think what I'm writing right now is actually the middle of my novel, and the middle of the novel is actually the beginning. <laughs> As I'm writing, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to change everything. <laughs> that's just the joys of writing I'm I'm just enjoying the process it's a lot of fun and I'm having a really good time what about you how are your nano projects going on and how is revision for night of the dark bay one going while you continue writing night of the dark bay two that was that was loaded oh my goodness what a loaded (laughs) question but I'm really excited for you and the writing and that you're pushing through and I love how you have your high word counts every single day that's amazing so like writing 10,000 or a thousand words in a day is like peanuts to you (laughs) meanwhile I'm like hey I wrote like a few words today I'm feeling good No, I did a really brave thing last week. I went ahead and put my Night of the Dark Fae on, up available for pre-order. So I'm really excited about that. And I think that is really awesome because it really pushes me to go ahead and finish and meet my deadlines that I have assigned to myself. And I also gave myself a good month of leeway in between the release of mm. each book, just in case life gets in the way and things get a little crazy, just so I have some time. But I'm really excited about that. Book one, I realized I needed to add an additional um, point of view into it. So I'm doing that, which means that I'm not working as hard on book two as I should be right now, mm. but that's okay. Um, I'm going to get back to it in December and really try to wrap that up. And then there's a lot of distracting things going on, awesome things, but you know, they kind of pull me away from writing. 
Uh, this week is I'm a coach for NaNoWriMo. So I'm on Twitter just chatting to people about their books, encouraging them in the writing process. And I got to write a great article just encouraging people about writing and how you know it's not too late. You've got this. Keep on writing. Keep on putting those words down regardless of how much time you're spending and regardless of how far you are behind. Mm. And it's just a lot of fun. I really like that encouragement and it encourages me as well and kind of takes me back to remembering in the beginning when I was writing and the different fears that I had. And now it just seems like second nature to sit down. And I know that if I have an hour, I can jot out a thousand words, like no biggie. So it's, it's exciting. And I'm really excited about having some writing time after Thanksgiving, just like a whole day to sit down and write and do nothing else. And oh that God, will be kind crazy. of like my catch-up day. I'm so excited. Oh, <laughs> it's be great. Oh my goodness, the day after Thanksgiving. I am looking forward to it where there's like a quiet little space of time before Christmas ramps up and it's like in your face. And then it's like, oh, it's a new year. Dear God, it's the last year of the decade. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. This year is going to be a lot more low key for me, which is good. Last year, I just gotten engaged. So it was just all the things. And then I traveled like 2000 miles for Christmas and it was just really different. So this year, it's going to be nice to kind of relax and settle in and just maybe have, I don't know, somewhat of a less busy year. I'm really excited about that. Gotta love the quiet holidays. Got to love the quiet holidays. Yes. Well, I think it's about time we can pivot and dive into our topic for today. And I mentioned it earlier, how to build an author platform. And I'm going to go ahead and add a disclaimer and say that this episode might be a little bit longer than usual because it's going to be packed full. And Stephanie and I have so much to share. So Stephanie, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you go first. Tell me, what is an author platform? Why do we need it? So simple terms, an author platform is your online website. Okay, so I view, I kind of think of it as your storefront, kind of like when you go to the mall and different companies have a store in the mall, right? And so that display and what they have, how they lay everything out in that store is basically that representation of their brand to draw in the consumer and get them to buy in. And so that is what an online author platform is. It's it's your digital storefront. You have your website and you and in that website you have everything that you would need for a consumer to buy, to engage and things like that. Yeah, love it. I definitely agree with that. I like to call it your one-stop hub. It's a place where you're going to send everyone if they want to know about your books, if they want to join your email list, if they want to follow you on social media, just all the different things that is possible for you to use, you to do like your your website, your author platform is that one-stop hub. And I think it's really important for authors to realize that they do need a website. We are here, the recording of this episode is the end of 2019, but you know, this is the 21st century. Like you have to have an online presence and you really should focus on having that online presence and building up your platform. And I think one of the goals for me this year was to focus a little bit more on platform building. And I feel like I'm laying a pretty solid foundation and I'm just now getting to that point where I'm building it out a little bit more. But I think that we should run through kind of like some of the criteria or things for new authors to think about and then also for established authors to think about when building out their platform. So I think this will be really fun to to chat about. So what are the, some of the things, um, Stephanie, that you would call some of the essentials of having that website and building it up? So essentials of an, uh, an author platform. So a very optimized homepage, an about page, a contact page. Readers, consumers have to know how to reach out to you because, yeah, they want to buy your product, but they also want to know who you are. They want to be able to talk to you. They want to know that there is a real human being behind these products that they are getting. Um, you need to have a books page. One, and now when I say books page, there are two separate 
ways of doing this. So you have your generic one that has all of your books listed on it, but then each book has its own landing page, so to speak, that the reader can go on if they've, they've never heard of you before. They don't know who you are. They can um, go, if they've never heard of your series or your books either, they can click on that book specifically, <laughs> learn all of the things, read your blurb, your tagline, your synopsis, all that fun stuff. Um, you know, get to Google, you know, googly eyes at your book mock-up on there. And then with that, you know, you'd have your different tabs on there, you know, your Amazon link and just everywhere else that that book can be bought. <clears throat> so those are some of the biggest ones, I would think. Also, an opt-in page is good. Some people just have newsletter bars on their site and that's all they have. Some people also, some authors also have an actual newsletter page where the reader clicks on that and that's all that you know there's no other distraction or anything all it is is that copy and then the newsletter opt-in uh, the newsletter opt-in that is there for them to just click put their name and their email in there and then for them to join your newsletter because we all know that list building is incredibly incredibly important and so you need to have you know opt-ins on your website literally everywhere in their faces for them to be reminded hey glad you couldn't have stopped by didn't buy anything nope problem opt into my newsletter you know and so the, for me especially both as uh, a reader but also as uh, as an author like I like to go on websites and know okay I can see what you've got going on I can learn about who you are I can see how I can contact you I know what books you have I know how I can um opt into your site and then also for those of you who are more seasoned in the field are veteran writers a shop page you know if you have mugs totes bookmarks candles things like that you want to have a shop page with a lot of swag on it so that hey we bought your book oh well look at that i can buy a hat with your books cover with your books images on there as well and that's just another way for you to get more income things like that but i think those are probably the main essentials i would say that every single website needs to have yep that's exactly what i would say too and i think there's uh, a little bit of a difference between a brand new author and an established author for what they'll actually have. With a brand new author, I think it can be a little bit, little bit intimidating to try to build up a full-scale website. And one of the things I try to remember and think about with websites is that it is something that is ongoing. Like there's never a period where I look at my website and say, okay, I'm done. I'm never going to touch this again for three to six months. Like I'm always updating my website. And so when I first started out, I had a landing page for my book and that had, I really didn't have too much to offer. I had a book available for pre-order. So I had that listed there. I had the giveaway that was included. I had a way to opt into my email list. And then of course I still had the other things like the, my author picture, a little bio, and then also social media links so that people could follow me. So I had all of the essential elements, but instead of it being a full scale website, it was just that one landing page. And I think that's really important for authors to think about so you don't get overwhelmed with that platform building process. If you are trying to do the minimum that you can do yet still have that platform available, I would say definitely build up that landing page and make that the number one thing that you do. Even if you don't have a book out available yet, I think it's very important because what you can start doing is building up your author uh, your email list and start getting that engagement and really start teaching readers like if you want to reach me you need to go to my website and one of the reasons I think that is so important is that you know there's sites like Amazon there's Instagram there's Facebook there's BookBub there are all these different ways that people can follow you but one of the things is that is also is up to Facebook to change their algorithm whenever they like. They can change your visibility on Instagram whenever they like. Uh, BookBub can say, hey, you need to have X amount of followers before we'll send out a notification. So for example, I put my books available for pre-order. BookBub will not send out a pre-order notification to my followers until I hit 1,000 followers, which is not that massive, but I actually don't have it. And I don't really focus hard on building up my followers on BookBub. So different things like that where you will have limitations 
according to the rules of that platform. And when it's your website, you don't have those limitations. If you have a book available for, for pre-order, you can announce that on your website. You can send that out to your email list. So there are all these different reasons why you should have that platform and why you should go ahead and get started. And I think one of the things I want to kind of dive into next is actually how do you get people on your email list? And I know, um, Stephanie, you and I have like slightly different ways of doing it. I already have a full scale platform. So I have a reader magnet that I'm using, but you have some very cool ideals that I want to touch on because I think they're really awesome and exciting. And I want our listeners to know that there are other ways to grow your email list versus just having that reader magnet. Yeah, for sure. And then um, before diving in there, just to touch up on what you said too, which is so, so good. I agree with all of it. I would also say, it's important to have your own author platform rather than just focusing on building on social because you own your platform. <laughs> you own your website, you own your email list. So, you know, even if the company decides to up and shut down, you still have access. You can keep, you know, that CSV file with all of those emails. And so you're still able to reach out to all of these subscribers. Whereas if Mark Zuckerberg decides, yeah, you know what? I'm not here for the heat anymore with Facebook and Instagram. Shuts it all down. For all of you who are relying on your, let's say you have 100,000 followers and that's all you relied on. That's how you pushed out your content. That's how you reached out to your community. In a blink of an eye, there goes 100,000 people and now you're stuck because your audience now went from 100,000 people to zero because their platforms closed down and you had zero access to these people outside of social media. Yeah. And so I think it's incredibly important that you have your own website and your own list because you own that. And I want to add on to that, the fact that um, recently there was Facebook had messenger bots where you could set up a bot. I used um, a service called mini chat to set up my little messenger bot. And you could send automated messages to people as they opted in on your Facebook page and you could just message them. And one thing that was really popular and a lot of authors did was like when they had a new release or something, they would blast out. They would broadcast a notification to everyone that had signed up for those notifications. Mm. And one of the things that happened in 2019 was that the process change like Facebook changed a little bit of the rules around that and then um, all of a sudden you had to pay to broadcast to those people so a lot of people have spent so much time building up those messenger bots and getting that audience and they had higher open rates and they were really getting a lot of good engagement and then bam that change came and so when scary things like that happen if you have spent all your time building up your messenger bot like Oh my goodness, like so many authors were screwed just because of that. So that's why I'm saying going, that's why we are highly recommending, you know, your own author platform where you have full control of it so that you don't have things like that happen to you. And I'm not saying you shouldn't risk and try new things. You definitely should, but you know, you should have a plan B in, in case plan A goes wrong. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. Um, we can't, you know, stress that enough. You need to have your own platform because at the end of the day, <clears throat> you don't control what happens on social. You have no say in algorithm changes. You have no say in how they choose if you get to do it for free or if you have to pay to be able to get yourself out there. Changes to Facebook pages, changes to Instagram and, you know, the likes feature, for example, that's something recent that I know that they're little by little, they're rolling out where you'll no longer be able to see, you know, likes, you'll be able to see your own likes on your own posts, but you won't be able to see the likes on, you know, that other people have. And so it's just the different changes that goes on you don't have any say in that. And so what you do have a say in is what goes on on your website. If you decide today, I want to put up a pre-order tomorrow. I want to sell swag. The next day I want to run a giveaway. You can do that because you have that power. You have that leverage. And to your question about list building. So for me, I'm more so I say newer and not new to writing to publish per se. I began to write to pu for publishing when I, in 2013. <laughs> so that was six years ago. Um, actually, 
I knew I started at the beginning of 2013. So in just a little, like a couple of months, it'll be seven years. So um, I've been in the game for a minute. However, I have published and then I pulled it just because, you know, those were the interim works. And I was like, no, what we're not doing is leaving this out in the public. That is just, no, I refuse. And so I took them down. But um, building my list, I did through many different ways. Right now, the big thing I'm using to build my list is community engagement and I mean that by so what I did is actually for those of you who don't know um I actually got this I got inspired to do this from Angela herself because she's doing this right now um if you're not in Angela's community which you should be I don't understand why you're not um, so I would advise you to go to AngelaJ4.com and opt in but anyhow so shameless plug guys so Angela is writing a book called Whisperwood, and it's just, it's very interesting, and it's fun because, first of all, we all know that Angela is the pantser of the team, and so she does these things, you know, like fly by the seat of her pants, and this one was actually, like, I saw it, and I was like, oh, I've got to get it on this, and so the the whole thing is, is that you're, you start this story, you have no idea where it's going to go, and you present the audience with two options, character A, character B, you know, um, plot twist A, plot twist B, setting A, setting B, which do you prefer? And so as the author, you know, we write, okay, we, we have the interim of, okay, I think it's going to be this or that. And then b between what we decide, what we want, we bring it to our audience in our newsletters, hint, hint, in our newsletters, and we email our subscribers and we say, hey, this is how the story is so far. Now this is the way it can go. Which do you prefer? And so I saw Angela do that. I'm on her newsletter and I'm also following her on social. And with Angela, Angela does it on social and with her newsletter. With me, I'm selfish because I want to build up my email list. I do it strictly with my subscribers. And so, and so if you want to be able to vote and to choose what's going to happen next in the story, you have to be on my email list. If you see it on social, you are behind because I'm not, sure, I'm not sharing new updates on social. I'm only sharing new updates to my subscribers and so basically I came up with the book title and I emailed my list I said hey <laughs> I didn't even I I told them I was like I know the name of the main character and that's it and so they can be from this place or they can be from that place which do y'all prefer and whatever you choose will determine how this main character you know gets shaped how they're you know it'll it'll form their worldview it'll form how they become it'll it'll form who they will become by the end of the book this book will be written by you and also bonus points to get people to join in and participate and let them know if you vote if you participate your name will go into the acknowledgement section of the novel when it is published and so what I do is I save you know I have a little file in my email where I save everybody that said oh I vote for you know option one I vote for option two and um it's really really fun and the thing is not only it builds your list because people are like oh if I want to hop into this I need to actually subscribe I don't get to vote if I don't subscribe not only does that get people in your list but it also engages your list it you know it increases open rates because people realize they're not just getting you know some hodgepodge oh well this is what I did this past week and it was great <laughs> you know I have such a great author life but actually they're getting to do something that's fun and it, it, it engages them into the process they're not just learning about your process as an author they're able to get their hands in the dirt so to speak because now they're helping you write you know as well and then now they're excited like oh I can't wait to get to read this because you know I had I had, you know, a chance to participate in, in the outcomes and the plot twists of this novel. And so that is just one <laughs> of many different list building strategies. I mean, we could go on, but that is the, the main one that I'm focusing on right now, mainly because I am starting again from the ground up, basically. And so that is how I'm building my list. And they also know about Project Fire as well, my, the no, um, novel one of my debut epic fantasy series. And so while they're all excited about that novel, like, oh my goodness, I can't wait, you know, I also asked them, you know, what should the book title be? And I gave them four options. <laughs> 
then they overwhelmingly chose one. Oh my goodness. And so then I told them, hey, I'm going to reveal what this book title is when draft one is done. And so different ways to actually build the list and keep that list engaged. And so um, that's what I'm focusing on right now because I am, I guess I could say uh, less established, so to speak. Um, I mean, my name is known in the space. Thank goodness. (laughs) Um, I've made enough noise for for Stephanie Bawa to be known. But um, as far as like building it up with new readers, that has been one of the ways that I've really, I've been blowing up Facebook, blowing up Instagram, trying to make myself get on Twitter. Girl, I don't know how long that's going to last. It probably won't last at all. (laughs) But that's how I've been list building. And Angela, I'll turn it over to you because you are, you know, way more ahead in the game. So there are different strategies you implement to go by building up your list. Yeah, and I just have to applaud you for taking an ideal and putting your own spin on it. And I think that's really important. And I want our listeners to hear this is that there are different things that we talk about. Don't be afraid to take them and put your unique spin on them because you have a unique way of engaging with your audience and kind of doing different things just to make them excited and looking forward for more. So I think that's that's really cool. And I really like this unique approach because it's a little bit outside of the box. And one of the things that I'm really focusing on is just working a little bit more on engagement and getting people to click over to my author platform. Mm-hmm. And another reason that I run my episodic story on social media, uh, it was at the uh, advice of my husband, actually, he told me that I should do a little story and he was like explaining it out and I was just in love with the ideal. But it encourages people to come back to my social media accounts, but then I also put it on my blog. And there are two reasons for doing that. One, I want people to go to my website. So having it on the blog, they can leave a comment. That's awesome. But then also my blog feed syncs with my Amazon account. And so If you have an account on Amazon Author Central, you can set up your bio and just all these things. But another thing you can do is make sure your blog RSS feed is synced to your Amazon author profile. So when people are are on Amazon, they're looking at my books. If they want to dig in and get to know a little bit more about me, they can just click on those and go to those blog posts. So that would be another reason for doing it is that visibility. And it helps out with SEO too, which is search engine optimization, which is a whole nother beast in and of itself. So we'll dig into that maybe in a different episode. I don't really know, but um, that that's really important too, is just getting that visibility and being seen on search engines. But yeah, list building, I've done a couple of different things. Um, let me think, number one, the first list building thing I did was a giveaway. I had people sign up to my email list Uh, when they entered the giveaway. So that was a fun way to go. I enjoyed that. Um, That was a quick way to build up the email list really fast. But what's even more effective is having just a short story that I can give away to them. And so there are a couple ways to do that. I used, I've used promo sites like BookFunnel to get that short story out into the world and get people into the email list. I've done group promos with other authors as well. And then I, I just now, like I haven't been doing too much with newsletter builder builders. I've really just been focusing on just having people on my website. If they see the link that says free book, they can go over there and sign up and get that free book and get on my email list, which is fantastic. Um, And it's a great way because once you start building up your email list, you can have a series of emails. I call them onboarding emails, but just just warming people up to you, who you are and your brand. And um, back in episode five, we had Shayla Raquel on to just talk about being authentic. And I would just encourage you to listen to that episode for more tips kind of on that marketing side of things, just being really authentic and being yourself when it comes to those things. Uh, We're going to focus a little bit more on platform building. So we won't dig in too much to like your email list and different things like that. But you just definitely want to make sure that you have an enticing offer on your website whether that is a, an episodic story, whether it's a reader magnet or just something else that you're offering to people in order to get them to sign up. So yeah, there's a lot of different things that go into building the author platform. And I would definitely say that another one that I find that's really awesome is having the shop available on my website. And yeah, I, I like it because one of the first things that I did was I've always offered autographed copies of my novels. 
And it's just easy to have people go to a shop and go through a checkout. And that way you don't have to deal with, oh, let me get some, let me figure out how to make this person pay. Let me have them Venmo me or just something like that. It just makes it a very official way to get those autographed copies out into the world. And I remember my first book release, which was back in 2015, I was actually shocked at how much people bought autographed copies. I didn't realize it was so much of a thing, but I remember I had a party and like sold like 30 copies and that's, that's a lot of money to, to be making as a, just as profit off of that. So what I do is I use WooCommerce, which syncs with my website. I only build on WordPress because I love WordPress and it allows me to do anything and everything I want to do. That's awesome. Um, but just having the shop and just setting it up is a little bit techy, but they have steps they can walk you through their videos, all of that, those different kinds of things. And then you can put things up and sell them. And what I recommend doing is I can usually buy, I usually sell my books for twice as much as I can get them for. And that covers the shipping and gives me profit and just different things like that, just to make sure that it is an endeavor that I can pay for and that, um, I'm not screwing myself over by getting all these books and then no one's buying them. And I usually only keep like five to 10 copies in the house. So it's not a huge drag on my budget to order like hundreds of copies at one time. But I, I definitely think that's really encouraging, um, really something to have on your website. Just a quick way for super fans to get those autographed copies. And then I actually ship worldwide and I, yes, I ship worldwide, even though international shipping can be absolutely ridiculous. One of the reasons for that is because I do have fans in other countries. And when I've said, hey, shipping is going to be like $20, they've been like, okay, fine. And they've paid it. So I figure I'm going to include that shipping for those people that really want it because they don't mind paying a little bit extra or a lot extra, actually. <laughs> in order to get the, the items that they really want. So extra. <laughs> it is, it really is. And then for, um, book swag, this can be a whole ordeal because I actually don't keep any book swag on hand. Um, the ones that I do have are the ones that I've ordered for myself, but I actually don't keep them on hand because they can be very expensive to order a bunch of stock and keep that in my closet and just wait for the orders to come in. So I'm thinking with the book boxes and selling things like that, what I'm going to try to do is do a little bit more of having people pre-order. And that way, once they've ordered, then I know what the demand is so I can get the stock in. But I use a service called Printed Mint, and it allows you to upload your templates and designs. And then when someone orders, they just ship it directly to that person with your branding. So that one's a great way to have all kinds of fun swag and sell it on your website without actually having to, I guess, make sure that you design it and then buy it and then try to keep all this inventory on hand. So there are a lot of unique ways and fun ways to go about building out your shop, but I think it's definitely something that as you're expanding your author brand, you should do because fans love swag and you'll have those fans that will go for it. And I think it has been like, I usually have sales every single month. And so it's definitely been something that has been profitable. Yeah, no, seriously, all just great things. And um, again, if you are a new author or maybe you're like me, you're not necessarily a new author, but you are, <laughs> you don't have all, all of the things yet, so to speak for your brand, you can focus when it comes to your author platform. It's just the main point of it is get, first of all, getting traffic to it and making sure that people are conditioned, readers and consumers are conditioned to know to go to your author platform, not your Instagram page, not your Twitter, not your Facebook, not your LinkedIn, not like everything else but your author platform, right? Like the point is to get them conditioned to go to your author platform and then for them to know, okay, <clears throat> I can find autographed copies here. 
I can opt in here. I can, you know, know what's going on with the next book here. I can learn about the next series. I can be introduced to another series. I can be introduced to other genres the author writes, things like that. And so even if you don't have swag or, or you don't care to have it, you know, some people don't want to do all the things. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> as long as you have an online storefront, right? When you become an indie author, when you become a career author, you are a business. So you need to act like a business. Target doesn't have a store, but they don't have a, a target on .com, you know, like that. That doesn't make sense because at the end of the day, you know, people either want to shop online or they want to see, you know, new product that they have, or they want to know what campaigns Target is supporting, things like that. It's the same thing with you that's great that you're doing all the things on social, but you need to have a home front where, whereby readers and new consumers, people who have never heard of you before, you know, readers who, you know, maybe they were buying a book on, on Amazon and you showed up in the also bots and they were like, Oh, well, this looks interesting. Let me click over, you know? And when they do your online home front, it's like, Oh, oh my goodness, this author is amazing. Like, I want to get involved with what they're doing. I want to read their work and I want to know more about them. And so it is absolutely imperative. It's essential that you have um, an author website. You don't need to have all the things, you know, but you do need to have a place where people can opt in and you do need to have a place where people can buy your books because that is just super, super important. Yes, and it has to be a beautiful website. It should be gorgeous, and it should be mobily responsive, which means that it's easy to see on a mobile phone or a tablet. And I used to work for a web development company, and oh, it was rough. We would rebuild websites for people and make them responsive, and people come out of the dark ages with these atrocious old school websites, and it is one of my biggest pet peeves. And I want our listeners to know both Stephanie and I build websites. So if you have an ugly website that needs to be redone, ask us. We will build it for you. We will take care of you because it is necessary. It is necessary. Yes. Yeah. And Stephanie, you actually do more with the branding and graphics. I really don't, but you do. Um, I'm just like a techie person. I'll look under the hood and make it pretty. That's about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't do all the branding and graphics and all that fun stuff. Uh, it is great. I love it. Uh, but no, I, I really think it's important because I have people that come to my website and they're like, oh my gosh, I love it. It's beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I built it. It's great. Just because I've seen way too many awful, ugly websites. I'm like, how are you getting traffic? It's the exact same thing as a book cover. People look at book covers and they love them and they go, that cover is gorgeous. I'm going to buy this book. And then they love it. And so you want to have that very attractive element where, you know, the first few seconds when someone lands on your website, it is beautiful and they want to be there. They want to spend more time there. And then the other thing I want to point out that is really important is, you know, some people say, why should I drive traffic to my website aside from the email opt-in and all that? And there are, I know traffic building can be a little hard, so we'll dive into that too. But there are different reasons why you want that traffic going to your website. And one of them is for retargeting. And I'm going to break that down a little bit because this can sound a little techy, but it's actually not too terrible. So when someone visits your website, as long as you have your tracking code set up, and I recommend using um, both Google Analytics and Facebook Pixels, um, and I'll include some documentation in the show notes so you can read up a little bit more on this. But what you can do is run ads to people that have visited your website. And you can run those ads over and over and over again. Say someone visits and they didn't buy anything. Uh, you can have those ads running on a Facebook or if you are brave, you can dig into Google ads, but I would recommend Facebook, but just to target them over and over again. So that way that they are seeing your work, they're seeing your books, and that is a reminder for them to come back and make that purchase. Or if it's book swag that you're trying to sell, just making sure that they are seeing that product that they clicked on over and over again, uh, because that helps them kind of finalize that decision. And I mentioned this in our last episode, I think episode seven, how there are 
the rules of marketing, it takes between seven to nine touches in order to reach someone. And I think that's really important and something that authors forget about all the time. We can send something out one time and then be like, I'm so depressed. I launched and no one bought my book. It's because we need to have that ongoing marketing. And that's why marketing is so important. And it doesn't have to be something that is so hard and drags us down. You know, setting up ads isn't too difficult. Like you can do that in five minutes and then just keep going and let that thing run. Um, and I am, I'm the kind of author, I'm all about simplifying things. So I'm not going to dig into like a million different stats about different things. I'm not going to get really deep into running ads just because you, you just set it up and you run it and that's it. And you compare and see like, how much money am I making? How much money am I spending? Which number is higher? Like it's, it's, it's simple. It doesn't have to be so complex in a way. Um, so I think retargeting is important so that you want those people going to your website so that you can capture um, that information. I guess it's called cookies, but you want to capture that information in order so that you can continue to market to them because they are your warm audience. They are going to your website because they're interested in what you have to offer. So you want to make sure that you're reminding them, hey, you're interested in this. Do you want to buy now? Has payday passed? Is now a good time? You know, is a birthday coming up? Is it the holidays? Just different things like that. You want to continue to have your marketing plan together. Agreed. It's so, so very important. Um, I think that as authors, we can kind of forget the importance of marketing and we can kind of think, okay, one and done. I wrote the thing. <laughs> you know, I got, I got the cover. I got all of that. Good to go. The book is live. And then like three days later, oh my goodness, why isn't it selling? Well, did you put it in people's faces? Because this whole, you know, get it done and the people will come, that that that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Like clothes closed mouths do not get fed. Period point blank. So like if people if people don't know who you are and they don't see your product let's just be real, honey, you're going to be hungry. Okay. <laughs> because they don't know who you are. Marketing is super important. And then going back to that whole, you know, just having a presentable website. I think that, you know, we as authors can deceive ourselves into thinking, okay, well, I have a, I have the little thing that I did by myself on wordpress.com. I stuck a little template on there and I have some, I have some content. I'm good to go. No, 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 no. Listen, my friends, you buy books because of their covers, okay? If you if it has an ugly cover, the only reason why you're spending money on that thing is because you know the person who wrote that book. Or you happen to, out of the blue, open it up, scan a little bit, and think, oh, this looks like it might actually be interesting. So that's why you bought it. But at the end of the day, I know I have done, I have done um, impulse buys, just because I'm scrolling through on Amazon, which mm, Bezos is good, man. He throws all the pretty things at me. And I'll just be scrolling through and I, and I just buy and buy and buy because these covers are so gorgeous. No idea if the book is going to be a lick of good. Like, I, I don't know if I'm going to get to like, you know, three chapters and be like, oh, I'm not finishing this, <laughs> you know, but I fill up my Kindle because they're gorgeous. Same thing with your website. When people click on a website, you know, Angela hit the stat. It takes, it takes people about seven to nine touches. It used to be, it, first it was five, then it went up to seven. And now the market is so saturated with people throwing up, you know, just slapping websites up on the internet that it has now increased tonight. People have to see your work, your content, your books, your blogs, everything that you do seven to nine times before they're like, hmm, maybe I will purchase. Maybe I will purchase. And there's a stat, um, I believe it, it goes something along the, the, the lines of, it takes people about four times to, um, uh, so people will a, a person will post you know content about up to four times but and then they'll quit but the consumer it'll take them about four times of seeing something before they decide to buy on the fifth time so it's like you quit on the time that they actually decide you know what i'll go ahead and spend my money with you so it's just it's super important to have something that is beautiful but also is constantly 
um, being flooded with content because your audience needs to see that. They need to know that you are relevant to them. Like your readers need to know <laughs> that you are relevant and you're able to compete with books coming out of Tor and coming out of Bloomsbury and coming out of all of, the, you know, Macmillan and all these other, you know, major publishing houses. Because at the end of the day, we are indie authors. We are competing with trad authors who have some of them thousands of dollars in support and marketing and, you know, these big publishing houses already that name makes them credible in the eyes of readers. And so with thousands of dollars in marketing, book conferences, workshops, book tours, things like that, you know, you think, oh, book tour, they're having fun. No, that's marketing, friends. I am going to hit up every Barnes and Noble I can in the next 12 months. And I will bribe you guys with coffee and snacks to come out and sit in my presence for 30 to 45 minutes while I sign your books. That is marketing because that is how they get, that's how they embed themselves in the minds of readers. And it's the same thing with you. You got to have a beautiful website. My friends, if you have just like a gray page with a picture from like 10 years ago where you were backpacking somewhere with someone that you're not even in a relationship with anymore and you have like maybe one book on there with like broken links, listen, you're not going to build your audience, okay? People, readers will click to your website and think, oh, no, no, no. I'm not doing this. And they will click away and they will go to another author who is maybe writing something similar to you. And even if they're writing sex compared to yours, they will get the, the coins that belong in your pocket simply because they did, they did the work of having a beautiful site and their marketing. Shameless plug again. If your website needs all of the help, Angela and I are both web designers. Now, yes, I do do branding as well. And I also do marketing collateral, banners and graphics. That way that when you've got to promote your stuff on BookBub and um, Amazon, Facebook, Instagram, you have beautiful graphics to make people want to buy your books, okay? It works. <laughs> so, you know, if you're struggling, Angela and I are both designers. We will take care of you because we care about this. Like, it, it's important for you to have an astounding author platform. You know, your website ought to make readers want to give you every dime in their pocket. The same way if you know, I am a young adult epic, epic fantasy author. I'm telling you, Sarah J. Mass just has to, just has to put a sneak peek on Instagram. Oh, you know, I started a new book and the thousands of readers from the United States of America to Australia go bonkers. Why? The girl has branded herself. All of her stuff is on her website. She's a phenomenal author. They love her books. The moment that thing drops on her website, it's gone. Like <laughs> it is sold out thousands upon thousands in pre-orders alone. And that's just because of the power of marketing, right? The power of getting herself embedded into the minds of readers. Once you make yourself, the other reason why an online platform is so important, my friends, is because you have a chance to make yourself a household name in your genre. I'll say that again. It is important to have an online platform because you can make yourself a household name in your genre. Whether you write mystery, thrillers, you know, fantasy, fiction, you know, urban, whatever the case, whatever you write, romance, doesn't matter what you write, your website, right? Like that, it's important because every time, you know, your audience clicks to it, it's it's just settling into their psyche it's settling into their their sub their subconscious to the point where one day when the word fantasy pops up your name will be the first one they think about because that's what they attach it to they're so used to seeing you they're so used to seeing your website they're so used to seeing your your books and your marketing all over you know there are some authors i click to instagram they they show up and i'm like okay i click to facebook they show up again i'm like oh okay I click to Twitter, they show up again. I'm like, so, so you're everywhere. <laughs> okay. And that's why they get my money because it's so, so important. So important. Yeah. I love that. And again, episode five, we dig into branding and it's amazing. But I also want to say that Sarah J. Mass, I was looking at her website the other day and I realized I was like, she uses the exact same website template that I do. 
the exact same one. And it just made me so, I don't know why I felt so good. I felt really cool. I was like, it's the same one. See, like even, even New York Times bestselling authors use this website template because it's so good. They Again, did. that's also the website template that Stephanie and I use for building websites. And it's, it's awesome uh, because it's flexible. It can do anything that you want it to do. It but works. I also want to point out that in the hub, you can have on your website, you can have all these fun things to engage with your fans. And it doesn't just have to be a blog. Um, some of the other things I've done is I have weekly giveaways that I do which that's another fun way to get people to engage and it takes them to the website. And then from there with the giveaways, I always have them take actions like, you know, go to the blog and read, go to my pre-order page and check this out, go over to, you know, my Facebook page or, you know, come across to this really fun Instagram post that I have up. I just try to make it different and fun, but those are other ways for readers to engage. And then also, I absolutely love doing quizzes. I haven't done a lot this year, but in the past I have done quizzes, but that's another way for readers to engage. It's fun. Uh, I used to be obsessed with Buzzfeed and their quizzes and I would just sit and just scroll through and take quizzes all the time. And then I was like, I should do this for myself because there are different mediums that attract different people. So you can have quizzes, you can even do videos and do like uh, read out loud or do like a sneak peek of something or just do an announcement or maybe show off your book box or the new swag that you're building for your readers. Like those are fun ways to engage readers and plus you can repurpose that content. So it doesn't just, you don't just have to put the video on your website, you can put it on YouTube, you can upload it to your Facebook page, but just all these different ways that you can take what you're doing and use different platforms in order to engage with your audience, but it all starts on your website. And so just, just think outside of the box when it comes to those and think through the different things that you can do to make your website exciting and really pull those people in and then make them want to stay. And this isn't stuff, again, that you have to do all at once. You can start out with the basics, just get that landing page up and then build as you go, as you add new books. And that's definitely what I have done, just kind of building it out as I get new books out there. I agree. Um, I love that reminder to build as you go, because again, I can, I can, I can sense you guys. I can feel you, the, the listeners who will say, oh my goodness, I don't have all the things. I can't build an author platform because I can't do all of that. No, 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 friends. That is not what we're saying. You know, you build as you go. We're giving you and a plethora of ideas on how to capitalize on you <laughs> because you are the author you are profitable you are the brand you are why they show up okay um your vision the books that you write the stories that are in your head and then also the different things that you participate in you are the brand and so that's why readers show up because at the end of the day they're here for your books but they also want to know what kind of cats you have what you do on a Friday night, what kind of food you cook and what kind of food you cook and eat. They want to know where you shop. They want to know where you traveled last and maybe they'll go to the same restaurant you went to. Like they want to buy into you, the brand, the person, the personality behind this platform. And so build as you go. If you if you're saying to yourself right now, well, I don't even have a book, Angela and Stephanie, like I, I'm currently writing a book, perfectly fine, okay? You can go on canva.com, free 99, friends, okay? You can go on canva.com, they have a, a ton of templates, okay? Whip something up that's just nice and pretty. Honestly, Canva does all the work for you. So before you're like, well, I can't design. Canva does all the work. There are templates. Pull up a template, stick a, stick a title on there, stick your name on there, <laughs> slap that onto your website, have your newsletter opt in and say, hey, I'm writing this book. If you opt in, you'll be able to get, you know, weekly updates on what I'm writing, what I'm doing. You can even have a chance to give me an idea, you know, because sometimes I may ask my community, hey, I'm thinking of going this way or this way. What do you guys think? It's all about community. People want to opt into community. They want to join community. They, they want to feel like they have a voice. That is the era of 2019 going into 2020, right? All of these social justice movements and all of these 
you know, I, I, all of these marches and protests and things like that. It's just about people wanting to have their voice heard. And it's the same thing there as it is with the readers in your community. They want to know that they're, the authors that they're reading and that they love know who they are, know their name, and hear their voice. And if you are willing to say, hey, I'd love to know what you think about this, that means so much to them because it's like, oh, they care enough to know well, hey, I mean, you know, I know you wanted to go the vampire route, but I really think werewolves are pretty cool, you know? <laughs> and, so, and will you include it? You don't have to, but just the fact that there is that, that conversation, you know, your author platform is where they opt in. And when they opt in is when you have the chance to build community, to be able to speak to your, to your readers one-on-one, answer their questions, ask them questions, learn about who they are, and give them a chance to know who you are that's why it's super important it's not we're not telling you to slap something up on the internet and then one and done and you move on that's not the thing here you know you're building essentially a legacy with your books you know you are building something that's going to last through time and time and so you know you put up the website but that's because that's the beginning of this journey for your consumers and you would love for an author to go out of that way for you put yourself in the reader's shoes they want to have that same experience when they're trying to get to know you so Ah, so true and I would definitely say for authors who are struggling and you haven't published anything yet but you're you're getting ready to in 2020 or whenever you're getting started just start with your website make that the first thing to do and we have the indie author lifestyle community if you want feedback and you want to talk about it a little bit you know just join the community and drop a link and we'll chat with you about it and we'll help you figure out you know what the next steps are with it so we're more than happy to do that agreed um you know we're more than willing to you know if you drop your website hey angela hey stephanie you know this is my website what do you guys think um angela can vouch if you (laughs) give me permission (laughs) if you give me permission to give you feedback friends i will comb through page after page this is working this is not you'll get money here. This will cost you money. Like I will go through it because at the end of the day, we care about you. You know, we care about your success. We care about you being able to be proud of yourself and say, Hey, I am a successful indie author. You know, we are, we, the community is for indies and we're here for each other. Like that is the whole point, you know, is we may not have a publishing house behind us, but we have each other behind us, right? And so we want to help you and we want to see you succeed. And so if you're stuck, get into the community and we would be more than happy to assist you. The Indie Author Lifestyle community is here for you. Yes. So this is just so much value and I hope you really enjoy this and we definitely want to hear from you. And I don't really have anything else to add. I would just say, take action, get out there and go ahead and get started with building out your author platform. Because the sooner you get started, the sooner you can expand on it and build and get that engaged audience that will be just sitting there, you know, with their money ready to buy from you. Stephanie, anything else to add? No, I agree. Um, If you do not have a website, get on it yesterday like go buy your domain from namecheap you know get get hosting from siteground get your wordpress up if you don't know how to do any of that and that's already stressing you out third time shameless plug angela and i are here for you this is what we do it is our jam okay we live for pretty websites because it's important so if you don't have a website I highly suggest that you get that up. If you do have a website, I suggest you go to AngelaJ4.com and do a little comparison. Okay? <laughs> I suggest you go to AngelaJ4.com and do a little comparison. I'm not using Angela because I'm biased. I'm using Angela because she did it right. Okay? <laughs> Her website is optimized to get all the coins for every single book. Okay? So go over there and look and see do you have the different pages that she has set up do you have you know are your books shown in the best light you know or do you only have your books on one page and that's it you know readers wouldn't even know that you have books if they went to your website you know go there and look and if you're not there 
do some modifications, do some tweets, optimize your website. If it stresses you out, we are here for you, my friends. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep on saying it because seriously, we are here. Like you have no excuse to not have a bomb website so you can get all the money and do all of the things into the rest of 2019 and into 2020. So that is my advice for you. Make sure that you have an optimized author platform. Your website is set and you are good to go to truly build your brand for your readers. Wonderful. Well, yes, go ahead and build your author platform. And if you would like any of the show notes, come across to indieauthorlifestyle.com forward slash 008, because this is episode eight. And you can see all the show notes, leave a comment, let us know how your website is going. And we'll be back in episode nine. We will see you on the next episode, guys. Thanks for listening. The journey to becoming a full-time author on your own terms doesn't have to be lonely or hard. We have an awesome community where we chat daily, write together, and motivate each other. To be part of this vibrant community of indie authors living their best bookish life on their own terms, go to indieauthorlifestyle.com forward slash inner circle for more information. If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd love to hear more from you. Leaving a rating or review helps us to create more great content like this. Be sure to rate this episode and subscribe to the show. Thanks for listening to the Indie Author Lifestyle Show. See you inside the community.